Hello everybody. Hello everybody. Come on up and join me. Oh, hello everybody. Welcome to today's episode of the Lucid with Busi podcast. This is your host Busi. Listen here, girl or oh, guy. Listen, today's episode is about to be lit, okay? Cause. I'm doing one of my favorite things to do in the world, which is reviewing a book. Like, those of you who are on my WhatsApp will know. I literally go ham. I always just have these books that I'm reading, and I always just write on my WhatsApp statuses, like, about how they make me feel, how great the books are, how great the authors are. Oh, my goodness. You guys... This is an episode of Plug a Book, honey, and I will be plugging you into some good, good, good reads, so you better stay tuned, because right now, I'm going like quick, quick, quick for a little jiffy, you know, just quick, quick for an ad break, you know, just hold on, hold on, I'll be back just now, ne? okay. And just like that, we are back. We are back, honey. We are back. So listen here before we get any further into this episode. Just chill out, ne? Just take out your notebook and take that. Take down the name of this book because you are definitely, definitely going to want to go read it. I'm telling you, it's a banger. So honeys, today... We are doing an episode of <laughs> Plug a Book. Plug a Book, honey. It's back, it's back, it's back. And I am going to be reviewing a lot more books. Whew. Let's just hope I can hold myself to that promise because I have a lot of these ideas and these things that I want to do. And I don't know, right now I'm just recording whatever i feel like recording that day and yeah we'll just see so today i might have like a normal podcast where i just have a sit down and talk the next day have songversation the next have plug a book the next have plug a pod like or whatever like the structure is just not gonna be um like a you know, we're doing this series, let's say plug the plug series, and we're just plugging books and podcasts and whatnot, like all the way. So the structure is going to be, you know, all over the place. But please bear with me because I'm just trying to build that muscle, honey, to actually take time to sit down and record all these ideas that I have. So without any further ado, today's plug is drum roll <laughs> it is clap when you land by elizabeth acevado i hope i said her surname right it's elizabeth acevado so listen here you are so going to want to read this book um i started this book earlier on this year i was at work during my lunch break and just thought ah let me just try and read something. So flipped out an ebook and just read away. And when I tell you that I was glued 
to my cellular device from that day i was literally glued literally on the way home from work i would be reading on the way to work in the morning i would be reading during my lunch and tea breaks i would be reading this book and you know that is how good it is like you know the plot everything about it and one thing i appreciate about elizabeth is her writing style um took me a while to actually get used to it (laughs) at first but i actually ended up enjoying it and i think i i I actually love novels that are written like in this same writing style so honeys without any further ado let us get into this review i'm so amped (laughs) so okay so clap when you land has i don't know like every review that i've seen about it on goodreads is literally five stars four stars five stars so it's it's really you know it's a good book hey you know it's a good book so the protagonist or protagonists rather of this story are two sisters who don't even know about each other yet but are about to find out (laughs) about each other through very difficult circumstances so let me hold off on that a bit so the protagonists in this story are a girl named Yahaira or Yahaira um she is living in New York and the other protagonist is her sister which she doesn't know of um and her name is Camino and she's based in the Dominican Republic so the synopsis or the backstory of the book is that you know these two girls are about to meet each other hey through very unfortunate circumstances so i mentioned that they don't know about each other okay so this is because they share a father and he lives in new york but has a family back um in in the dominican republic he is from the dominican republic originally so and actually so his so is yahira's mother right but yeah that's that that's a spoiler that i'm not even going to get into because no spoilers child i want you to read this book and actually experience each and every emotion each and every um plot just like how i experienced it so yeah so yahira is in new york she stays with her mother and let's say her father and um camino is in the dominican republic and she stays with her aunt and their favorite dog (laughs) so the father basically would stay in new york like for the whole year and would go home to the dominican republic um in december holidays you know um for, for for christmas for festive that's what we call it in south africa but in america it's winter that time so and this story is is the setting is america and the dominican republic so yeah he would go home like over the holidays the summer the the summer or winter holidays so 
yeah so basically these two girls ah i don't even know where to begin because this is such a beautiful story like there's so much i want to talk about but i don't want to spoil this for you so i'm trying to hold myself in so (laughs) yeah but also let me try not make this too long but yeah basically these two girls are in two separate worlds um um yahira is living with her father and the father now you know it's it's closer to the time where he's supposed to go back home in the dominican republic right and you know his daughter camino is actually anticipating his arrival because i think it would be her is it her 16th or 17th birthday so she is anticipating you know his arrival because she knows that you know she he gets home he would get home closer to when her birthday is so she knows you know she's gonna have a blast of a holiday right so for this particular time she actually is super stoked super anxious about her dad's arrival she's super excited so Camino is uh, um, an aspiring medical doctor I mentioned before that she stays with her aunt um, and her aunt is a spiritual healer so um yeah she 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 heals people and she is like a com- what what we would call like a community nurse but she doesn't have like the nursing back um background so she does it like spiritually so she would go to these houses and heal people so that is where Camino's inspiration to be a me- to be a medical doctor came from so you might be asking where is Camino's mother so her mother passed shortly after she was born so she was raised basically by her aunt and her dad so and yahira on the other side is a a high school girl a chess whiz like she's she's the girl she's a powerful girl you know um a strong girl because her dad actually um influences her to be like you know a strong girl to be a, a woman who stands up for herself and all of that so yeah the tragic thing happens here as Camino is waiting you know for her dad she leaves school early and she was writing on that day so she leaves school early to quickly go to the airport to go fetch her dad so she waits there for you know the longest time ever and she realizes that no something is wrong why is it that you know the flight that my dad was supposed to be in hasn't arrived you know so she's checking at all the arrival flights and she doesn't see anything and this worries her so soon as time goes she starts seeing people crying and all of that like there's chaos and she actually realizes flip something is wrong and yeah that is when she was told that i'm sorry young lady basically the flight that you're waiting for is like we've we've lost it we've lost it so they may the, the chances are there has been a plane crash because we can't um get to or, or reach the, the 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 pilot of that flight so 
her world literally is on a standstill but you know you know how when grief hits you you're so hopeful especially the first few hours but for her it was the first few days because it took time for even the plane to be located and even when it was found it took time for the body to be found so she was now getting into this stage of grief where she was in denial thinking to herself that no her dad is still in new york busy with work he's maybe he may be delayed coming into you know the dominican republic so yeah he 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 couldn't be he couldn't have been on that flight and she also thinks that no my dad loves the water like we literally grew up around water he loves the water he can swim really good so i i I actually doubt that he would die from a plane crash that crashed in the ocean like he can he he's a he's a he's a master swimmer so he's okay he should be okay maybe there will be news that you know there's survivors in the plane so yeah that's about how far i'm going to spoil the story because this is just like not even the first chapter of the story so this thing that happened really now sends her on a whirlwind because she also has as i mentioned she aspires to be a doctor and she wants to go study um overseas abroad in new york and she's been asking her dad to actually you know take her there so the plan was that she was going to graduate high school and then after high school she would go straight um to university that side so now with this happening yeah it really messes up her plans so with everything that's going on you know airport trying to get hold of relatives and all of that um they find you know two addresses and they actually are like okay okay so you know oh no actually no 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 no. they find only one address the wife's and the wife in this case now is um yahira's mother back in new york so they communicate with her and they tell her you know what's 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 happening and also how the the airline is going to compensate them and everything so yahira's mother knows of the other daughter camino but camino and Yahira don't know of each other and even Camino's aunt doesn't know about Yahira. So, you know, this now the father's death actually starts a domino effect of, you know, these two girls finding out about each other and it is actually Camino who finds out about her other sister from, you know, going through her dad's things and all of that. So she actually, you know, starts to initiate a conversation and these girls end up meeting so i'm not going to go any further um i'm I'm on the story so basically that is the gist of the story these girls don't know about each other their sisters their dad passes they're living two totally different lives in totally different cultural settings and yet they have so much that binds them and links them together right so their father's death really brings them together and brings them to finding out about each other so yeah it's a very beautiful story so that's just about the the backdrop or the backstory that i'm going to give so the representations that are in this story are 
um, the representation of you know young people when struggling with your identity because you have Camino on the side who is in the Dominican Republic and she's a, a beautiful thin dark-skinned girl with beautiful flowy hair and you know she struggles with her identity as a woman of color and also you know as a, as a as a young person you know so she's trying to find her feet and it's it's very difficult you know um she feels that she should be somewhere way better than you know where she is right now she has so much hopes for her future and for her life and then on the other hand you have yahira who is in new york and she doesn't she also feels a sort of you know um, her identity is also, you know, taking a knock, you know, she's, they, they both still in their teenage years, so, you know, that's the stage where your identity is shook, you know, so, yeah, Hera finds that she doesn't fit with the culture in, in New York, she's more cultural than, you know, um, people or young people where she stays, like, you know, are, so she is raised by Dominican values, and, yeah, so, um, that's the one representation there is. And then the other one is um, the representation on black girls' struggles. Um, you know, as black women, um, Camino, I'm not going to spoil, but, you know, there's also, like, some themes of microaggression from, you know, men and, and society and all of that, you know, that you're so pretty, but you're too dark, you know, and also men being, you know, sexual predators who are very nasty so she also experiences that you know where the one of the men like in the street just sees you and you know he's known you since you were a baby and now all of a sudden he looks at you and he says yeah no you're growing into a beautiful into being a beautiful woman and and, and all of that you know saying those nasty things so she faces you know that sexual harassment with it, which is something that we struggle with a lot especially as black women i don't know what it is about men in thinking that they have ownership over our bodies but it's annoying it's disgusting and it needs to end so the book also sheds a light on those struggles as well as actually yeah as well as <laughs> struggles with sexuality but let's link that back into identity and let me leave it at that. I'm not going to say who's struggling with what, just so I spoil it for you. And the other theme that is um, concurrent in the story is that of, you know, femininity and feminism. Um, one thing about their dad, you know, one thing that I loved about him was that he raised his daughters. He always told his daughters that they should be strong. You know, he always encouraged them to be strong black women oh no sorry strong women of color and on that you know own being a woman own being a woman of color especially you know that's your superpower so i really loved that about their dad he was really if i may say he was in a way instilling you know feminist values into these girls and i will share like two quotes just towards the end of this episode and these two quotes are each from you know from from each girl and they basically represent 
everything or i i basically loved these two quotes and i think that they represent the gist of the story and you know the identity that was enforced up or that they um had to adapt or i don't know what am i even trying to say but it it represents the gist of the story (laughs) it represents the gist of the story so yeah so the reading style that elizabeth uses is inverse writing um which is like very poetic poetic and at first i struggled with this reading style with this writing style sorry and yeah (laughs) but i ended up getting used to it and i actually love it now and also i love how she has she shares like the perspectives of you know both characters so um, the storyline moves between one girl to the next so you you get um, the gist of their experiences you get to experience everything like with each girl so you I think that also helps because you now don't have like a bias about the other girl because you have a lack of information so you're introduced to these girls they introduce themselves to you and you as the reader um, can make up the decision as to you know what you think about each girl, what you think about the challenges they're facing, what you think about the storyline and everything. So it's a very beautiful story. So um, I would rate this book um, a five out of five. A five out of five. Because I loved it so much, hey? I loved it so much. If I would actually say like one thing that I didn't like about this book, it probably would be um, the theme of the irresponsible um, black men or men of color, you know? Because, I mean, it, it is in a way a reality, but then I'm tired of it, you know? I'm from South Africa, and luckily for me, I was raised by a man, like a black man. He single-handedly raised me, so I was lucky in that respect, but then I have actually all of my friends all of the friends that i have don't have their fathers in their lives and for almost all of them their fathers are still alive but they just decided to be you know deadbeat dads and i hate that so much and i hate that you know i have to in 2021 still read about you know such men it really angers me i wish we could get to a point where men are you know they take accountability for their actions you know being a deadbeat is not it's it's not something to aspire to it's not something that looks good so yeah that's one thing that annoyed me about this story so um the two quotes that i loved the most <laughs> from this entire book um the first one is basically um, their dad actually talking to Yahaira and you know encouraging her so he says fight until you can't breathe and if you have to forfeit you forfeit smiling make them think that you let them win so that is beautiful he's literally telling his girl that keep your head up even if you're failing you know don't let them see it just keep going keep going and this was the context of this was um him encouraging her you know or coaching her for her chess games but yeah i think it's also very relevant in life let me repeat it again it says fight until you can't breathe and if you have to forfeit 
you forfeit smiling. Make them think you let them win. I really love that. <laughs> so the second quote is from Camino, and it says, but one thing I learned from the saints, the saints being the, the, the spiritual gods that they worship. Um, yeah, so one, but one thing I learned from the saints, when the crossroads are up to you, you, you must decide a path. I, I will not stand. I will not stand still while the world makes my choices. Okay. Let me read that again because I, I think I didn't hear it. Um, it says, but one thing I learned from the saints, when the crossroads are open to you, you must decide a path. I will not stand. I will not stand still and while the world makes my choices. Oh my goodness, I cannot speak. <laughs> I literally cannot speak to save my life right now. And I think it's also the position I'm sitting in, so it's very uncomfortable. But those are my two favorite quotes from the book. The book is actually filled with so many gems, um, so many life lessons, and so many, you know, think pieces. So please go out there and get the book. You literally will not regret it. And thank you so much for joining me for this episode of um, Plug a Book. Please stay tuned for our next episode. And ciao, I love you. I appreciate you for staying tuned to my podcast. So bye for now. I'll see you on the next episode. Also, please don't forget to go follow me on Instagram. It's Lucid with Busi. Just go follow me. Like just trying to build a, a young community there okay follow me please